Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. And welcome everybody to another edition of the C3 Carolina Panthers podcast. As you may be able to tell, I am not the professor, Tony Dunn. He is running a little bit late. But thanks to his tried and true producer, yours truly, we're able to kick this bitch into high gear and jump right into it and talk about some Panther football. Um, Listen, I am joined by my friend, my man coming back from vacation, the man, the myth, the legend, the streaming extraordinaire, Dizzle Allen. What's up with you, bro? Oh, you know, just uh, trying to get back to some sense of normalcy in the world. Uh, now that I'm having to work and everything, but, uh, you know, Hey, listen, it's, um, it's, it's nice to be back. I will say that much. It sucks to have to leave vacation and go back to work, but I'll tell you what, it's, it's nice to be back. Good deal. Good deal. And the man, the myth, the legend himself. I I just told everybody, listen, I'm the man you can depend on when the professor's running a little bit late, but it's okay. Talk to the people. Tony Don, you're here now. Man, I was just loading my kids up with uh, cheap food, and that's what, what I was doing right then. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I my clock on the TV said 8.58, so I thought I had a whole 30 seconds to slide up in the DMs of the C3 Panthers podcast. Welcome to the show. My name's Tony Dunn. Um, have you introduced everything? I hope you have. Well, I have. I've introduced everyone. I've introduced you. I've introduced CK. But Tony, oh. the only people that I have yet to introduce are the people who make this show run. Baby, the best Panther fans in all of YouTube. I'm talking about Trill One, Michael Jones, Shane Welch, AJ Lindsay, QT Zero, Joey the Blind Panther Esquivel, Tim Estes, Tim Tizzy, and the one and only co-founder of the C3 podcast, Joe Rialano himself. Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. Do not forget tonight's show is powered by Avolta. You can cut your cord with the energy company and become energy independent. You can take advantage of uh, tax credits, both federal and state, right? I mean, look, you could... Get money back for saving money, becoming energy inefficient, uh, energy independent, excuse me. And uh, what do you do? You get uh, a fixed rate on your mortgage. You get a fixed rate for life. You add to your mortgage. Um, 
ultimately you can make money by checking out Avolta. If you own a home in North or South Carolina and you want to get a, you want to cut the cord with your energy company and get that fixed rate for life. You know how you get with, uh, so with my water company, we can just average it for the year, right? Like we could say this, this is what we pay for the whole year. So this, this month we pay a little bit more next month. We pay a little bit less. They give you a fixed rate. How about when you know your finances and you know exactly what you're going to pay for your energy, exactly what you're going to pay for your TV, whatever it is, you can do that with the Volta. Check out Kevin Brown, Solar Consultant, 704-215-3373. He's a fan of the Carolina Panthers and a fan of the C3 Panthers podcast. You got to say, hey, homie, I heard about this on the C3 Panthers podcast and he will hook you up. Um, look, what's tonight's show? Tell me the name of tonight's show, please, because <laughs> I've been dying not, to figure out not, what we're going to talk not about. Read the, no, I'm going to let you. I saw uh, the text, and I wanted to see. No, did you I'm going to let, let you read the name of the show in real time, and you tell me what you think. Oh, God, I got to look it up. Because there's, on, a, there's already been people uh, who... Uh, who have uh, taken a liking to my... Hold on, uh, I gotta pull it up on the YouTube channel and just make sure... Carolina Vaccination Chronicles and Carl Nassib dominates on D. (laughs) Jeez, you did not hold back, did you? I said Cody. I don't know what the name of the show is gonna be and you just (laughs) took it to the next level. No, to be fair, I did ask you and you didn't respond back. So I I didn't see the back end of it clearly. (laughs) Neither did Uh, dude, that's hilarious, man. Come on, dude. All right, right, so tell me why did you name the show about Carolina Cat Chronicles vaccination. Let's okay. talk about vaccination and the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. So the one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up and uh, even shout out to the guys at PNP. I was watching them yesterday and this conversation keeps coming up about players choosing to either get vaccinated or to not get vaccinated. And now I'm not here to tell you that either one is what you should or should be doing. What I'm here to tell you is that I get so pissed off when I continuously see people trying to come down on players making decisions for themselves that have absolutely nothing to do with anyone else, even though you think that it might. And the reason why I thought that this was a good conversation piece is because this is happening with players on our team. Christian McCaffrey was asked about it, and he chose not to give his answer on whether or not he was vaccinated. We all know that Sam Darnold has been asked about this, and he's choosing uh, not to say anything either. My, my thing is this. If somebody wants to make that decision for themselves, that's just what it is, right? It's their decision. Right. What I'm so sick of are the people that are going – on Twitter and on social media and like literally coming at these people like they're these anti-science people or that they don't care about people around them or that they're just uh, they're irresponsible in their community. And I think that's so completely dumb 
because it's rooted in a bunch of one misinformation, two false pretexts, and two, it, it's you're trying to enforce your own opinions and your own beliefs onto other people. That's not how you advocate for anything in the world. Like if I'm going to tell you that you're stupid and, and everything that you believe is dumb, how is that going to get you to change your mind on something gonna make for the you better of everyone? A hundred percent. It's going to make you dig your trenches even more. And I just like, I mean, I don't know how big of a topic of, of you know, of discussion this is, but it's been something that has been on my mind. If you've been following me on Twitter, uh, just because I think it's so hypocritical, man, uh, who people decide to go for and who people decide to just, uh, you know, uh, adorn as the woke hero of the moment. But I remember even before all this stuff happened with Greg Olson and his son, you know, Greg had posted a comment about wanting to, um, uh, like, uh, wanting children to go back to school. I remember and, this. Uh, yeah, and not having to learn via virtual meetings and everything. And the same people were jumping down his throat and wanting to rip him a new asshole. This same, like, woke mob, woke <laughs> culture. I love some of the comments you would see. He used to yeah. be one of my favorite Carolina Panthers. Now I'm going to unfollow. Yeah. Right. It's like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck are you even talking about, man? Like, these are grown damn men who can make their own decisions. Like, and they're not bad people if they decide that they don't want to get vaccinated. And again, you know, I'm not trying to make this a political podcast. In my mind, this is not a Republican or a Democrat thing. This is just a mind your own damn business thing. In my opinion, you don't have to share my opinion. I'm here for the discussion about it, but it's, I find a lot of hypocrisy. I think it's a very, a, uh, very common statement to even like let's like to the next topic that we're going to talk about and the Carl and the Seed thing, right? Like people want to care so much about people's other, everybody else's lives, right? And now I think we've come to a point where if you're gay, who gives a shit? You know, that's who you love. That's who you want to be touching your pee-pee? All right, that's no problem. <laughs> right? I have no problem with it. I have no issue whatsoever. Um, it doesn't gross me out to see gay guys kissing. It, none of that it bothers me. But same thing with the vaccinations. That's how we should be taking the approach here as well. Like, listen, if somebody has a different opinion than you, fantastic. Yeah. Just, just move on with your life. Don't let other people impact you that heavily that you have an emotional reaction to it. Um, right. Like, it's just, it is... And, and obviously that may sound a bit hypocritical hypocritical because we're having an emotional reaction to other people's emotional reactions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's just it is a very it's it's just a, a cycle that ends you nowhere but unhappy. You're never gonna be happy because there are going to be every there are gonna be so many people who differ from your opinion. You're just gonna be mad about the fact that those people differ from your opinions. You're always gonna be that way. And you're just a you're just gonna be unhappy for the rest of your life if you live life that way. True, and I want I want to hear Tony's. I want I want to say one more thing before we jump to Tony. The only reason I brought it up was because I see like Panther fans, like going after like Panther legends, like people talking shit about Christian McCaffrey, Sam Darnold, like any player who dares to oppose the official overlords at the CDC and have any kind of mind of their own. It, it makes them like public enemy number one. And I think part of it is just like anti-Trumpness. But anyway, Tony, please shut me up. 
My boy Jay Cryer from across the pond now in Ibiza. He sent me this. He sent me a screenshot of this. I'm sharing it right now. It's a just look, look. Obviously, he's in like it says Google UK at the end. So he's just catching a news rift or something. And it's got Brooks Kepa and Brian by what's his name? Bryson. Duchambeau, like these guys hate each other. So this is all meant to tease at our senses of information, right? Like if you're a sports viewer, you're looking at this feud that's on the verge of WWE. And this is the blurb that he sees on his phone. He took a screenshot and sent it to me. And it says, if you were someone who hated Cam Newton's antics because he should have put the team first, It makes sense to also hate Sam Darnold and Christian McCaffrey's decisions for the same reason. If someone makes the choice to not get the vaccine, it can negatively impact that person and countless others around them, many of whom could die, as evidenced by the 600,000. So Christian McCaffrey and Sam Darnold killed 600,000 people. It's absolutely is a personal choice to refuse the vaccine. It's just a wrong choice for players should be focused on the benefit of the whole team. So this headline look, such ass oh, it's, it's just like it's teasing dude. it's just teasing at this is that <laughs> like you gotta put your team before America all this here I actually I don't have a I when you said what do you call it you said bow down to the CDC what what, what were your words like I liked it tell me that what, what did you say down, yeah people who refuse to bow down to the CDC overlords the people who for who, for for who for over twelve months have been telling you that this fucking pandemic started because oh Chinese people eat bats sure they do they're Chinese why wouldn't they right. Meanwhile, oh, it was, that is the most. That was the original. No, you fucking, just said the racist thing. Of no, course, Tony, China. that's what they said, and no, that's but they perpetuated. Of course, Chinese it was created right because they 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 perpetuated on the on these these um like stereotypes that we have. Oh, by the way, Jay Cryer said that mind. this is crazy. That's what no, he but said. listen, he what mad. I'm saying is that like we have all these. Like the CDC pushed forth this one thing, and then now we're finding out from from CDC officials that that wasn't true. So uh, all everything that we have been told was a conspiracy theory for months on end now isn't. And then when people say that oh well they don't necessarily trust all that information that they're getting, they're public enemy number one. Look, I'm not telling you not to get vaccinated. I'm saying it's your body, it's your choice, and you should be able to make that choice for your own self without a bunch of people virtue signaling on the internet pretending that they're fucking holier than now. They're not. Well, you're right. Is the internet is the virtue signaling place of the world. But um all right, so one is that you raise a, a point with this is like should these athletes have a choice? Not should they have a choice? What is their choice? This What's the that. impact of their career as a football player? Right, right. But but look, these guys are in the peak of their health, right? Like they are training 
they are watching when they put in if, if we hold them to these crazy standards which we do right so we're like oh my god i saw cam newton eating cheese fries on the tuesday we'd be like what look we are upset that cam newton is a vegan <laughs> We're upset that this motherfucker gives cares what goes into his body. I know he's not a Carolina Panther anymore, but my point is this, is that we're so worried about what these guys are putting in their bodies, this and that. They're at their peak health. They're, they're probably, they probably never get sick. They have like 8% body fat and they never get sick. If there is any person who doesn't need the vaccine, it is the healthiest person on the planet. Right? Yeah. Right? But, like, yeah. now the question becomes, is it, like, so individually, I understand why they're kind of the most cautious. Who is the person that gets the vaccine first? That's what I would say. Like, you, you know, we were all worried about the shit, like, as it was rolling out, like if if there's questions about anything, it's about like have we had enough testing, this and that. But who did they give the vaccine to first? People with health conditions, right? Who is the opposite of that? NFL football players. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I can understand why they could. I would say be susceptible. Because that's not the right word. Because susceptible means you're kind of being baited into something. But right. why they would be in a group who is not the most anxious to get this. Yeah. Like imagine if like as like if I have a headache, I'm gonna be the first person to take an aspirin. Right. But if we had if you didn't have a headache, you wouldn't take the aspirin. <laughs> right. And they right. don't have a headache. But right. the NFL rules though have encouraged taking getting the vaccine for a sake of the money. Oh, but it's not just encourage. If you're not vaccinated, you're not allowed to go to dinner with the team. You're not allowed. Uh, like, you have to do all the social distancing stuff and they don't. You have to be masked up. You have to do all these, you know, like you have to pretend like basically COVID is still running rampant in your world and in no one else's world. So, right. you know, that's why Cole Beasley was in the news because he was the one that was making the most headlines saying like, dude, this is bullshit. And it's like, I understand where he's coming from. Again, I I'm not trying to make a point on pro or anti-vaccines. That's not what I'm here to do. All I'm saying is that like we have Panther legends like Greg Olson and MV, uh, 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 Christian McCaffrey uh, you know, people that have like built up a level of respect amongst Panther fans, and yet this same kind of like woke crossover fans from all different areas, both Panther fans and just NFL fans alike, they, they just take the opportunity to want to show people how great and virtuous they are by shaming them. And like that article, on that, the that other hand, Fryer sent you. That was the perfect example of what I'm talking about. That article that and yeah, and it was it was here on the other side of it though. I get, um, I got vaccinations to go to kindergarten, right? Like, I mean, I the 
I've put worse things in my body than this dead virus, ultimately, that are being put in. Like, if you wanted to go to, say you want to just travel to France, and they said you have to get a hepatitis shot or a, uh, a tetanus shot before you go over there, would you be like, oh, oh, my God. I I mean, I don't know if my body with can withstand this. If anybody can handle, like, I would just say, I've been to the point of just like, shoot me up. Let's do it. Like, just give it to me. Let's go. Let's roll. Let's yeah. roll. The world's getting back to normal. If that makes you feel better, if may, if wearing a mask made you feel better, then what, what, well, come on, let's do it. Well, but also if you're vaccinated, why are you worried about people that aren't vaccinated? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got vaccinated and you got it twice, what? Why do you care if mm. everyone else? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, do your part. If you feel like you need to get vaccinated, then that's what you should do. But what I'm saying is, do you is think like, the NFL should not be able to put these rules in? That's the real question. How about that? Is like you want to talk? Like we want to talk about whether choice or this or that. Should the NFL be able to say? That you there are these things. protocols because you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. Do you not like that? I mean, it's not necessarily that I like it or dislike it. Like, in the end, that's going to be what it is. The NFL is going to make those rules if they want to. Like, my thing is this. It's just the people that want to pretend like they are doing some great disservice to their peers, to their teammates. Like, they just have no moral compass. Like, these are the people that read QAnon posts and, and listen to Alex Jones and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like it, it, it's all stereotypes that people are playing If you into. were Christian McCaffrey, just say you were in the position Christian McCaffrey was, Sam Darnold, would you get the vaccine? I don't know. I mean, it's easy to say yes or no, but if he doesn't no, want to take one, I got, then... I got, it. I got the vaccine. Yeah, but have you ever? Okay, do any... you have it? I got it. Oh, is that too personal? I got it. Would you? Are you, have, are you gonna get it, Cody? Or do you no. have it? No, I'm so no? no, I'm not getting it for two different reasons. One, oh. I'm one of the people that needs it. Should so, yeah. Uh, so All right, so way, this is uh, this is yeah, where I so hope listen, this was this going. Is, so this tell is me. where look, this is where rubber meets the road, boys. Look, I I'm the type of person that if I get it cold, almost everything goes straight to my lungs. Like even the common cold or the common flu right. can really fuck straight me up, to the right? chest, straight up. Yes. But in my life, uh, I've had I've had a number of different flu shots over the years, but I have had two of the worst bouts of flu in my life directly after I took a flu shot. One of them even put me in the hospital for a few days. Yeah. This, this was a number of years ago now. But like for me to have that experience and then to say, eh, well, I'm still kind of hesitant about certain vaccinations. And then like people just want to lump you into this category of, yeah. oh, dude, you're this anti-science, anti-vaxxer, 
you know, all kind of horseshit. Like, no, dude, I have my own personal experiences. I have my own body and I'll make my own decision yeah. that's good for me. And if I end up fucking around and end up getting sick, well, then that's on me, man. I'm also not going in there fucking letting people cough in my mouth and shit. You know, it's like I'm not being unsafe. But yeah, right. Uh, I'm you just. Know, uh, you know. um, do you remember? Have you ever heard of Rosie the Riveter? Yes. Yeah. She's the actually, I think is that the um, woman that it was Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. who was the the person that it was modeled after. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but it's World War II, and she's the girl working on the you know the airplanes, and she's got this and yeah. But it is all propaganda, right? It's like Rosie the Riveter, here we come. You know what I'm saying? It's like saying this. It's like trying. Are we doing this because we really believe it or because we're buying into the... The Not the propaganda of whether it's right or wrong, but the pressure. And that is the pressure to be right. To be right with society to be right. Like, so if we go around this panel and I didn't even realize it when I asked it, but I said, I'm vaccinated, you're vaccinated. Like all of a sudden that becomes a personal question. Right. And now it's not whether or not vaccination or COVID or this or that, are we, it's almost a pure pressure to be on one note. You know, it's yeah. like, is Rosie the Riveter said, gives her vaccinated. And like, if you don't like Rosie, then that, and I don't know what their true answer is. I got my vaccination. I got it for peace of mind. That's what I got is like, I'm like, man, I get all, I, be, I like, I drink beer. I smoke cigarettes, like all this stuff. Like, I mean, like, Hey, uh, this ain't going to, those didn't kill me. This won't either. But why you would get it for yourself. And you know, I don't know. And it's such a tough question. But I bet when it comes to these professional athletes, the fact that they never get sick, right? That they never get like, how about this? Is God, everybody's gonna be like, I hate this podcast because all we do is and, talk I, about I, Cam Newton. But look, and political shit. But Cam Newton, and, and actually, I think since he went to New England, is like he's talked about this, like in his stuff. But the Superman symbol, he felt invincible as an individual for a while. There were three or four years, like where he walked onto that field and he felt like nothing could, you know what I'm saying? Like he truly felt like Superman. So think of every football f- player sort of feeling like that yeah you know i mean they truly do like i mean they don't walk in the gym and be like oh i'm the guy that uh can't do anything like they walk into the gym knowing they're the dogs homie so i could see how they could just be a little reluctant so like i don't need an aspirin homie like you you lifted those weights and you need some icy hot but i don't yeah and I can see that with the vaccination, but I truly believe with the protocols that they're putting in is that like it is, as you just said this, if you're vaccinated, we can get to work. I would be, if I was a head coach right now, I would be on all of these guys asses saying this is a personal decision. 
But guess what? Some decisions help all of us move to a further position in life. And your ass being vaccinated means we can practice better. Yeah, but, but that that's the pressure though, because then you're the pariah. Yeah. Right. But now, but, that's yeah, a, but, but that's not a social that's pressure. A that's a, no, a social pressure. It's not a social pressure. It's a pragmatic pressure. Like it's like it's not a social pressure. Like oh, we're shaming you on the internet. It's like this is that we could lift five bags, and we have to we have to move these no, bags over yeah. here. It's like this. Like, it's a Rhyme. pragmatic pressure. It's like what Rock Rock look. Rock Rhyme says this work paid him a hundred dollars to get vaxxed. And I get the mm, mindset. My job, it, then. But it's all of those things. It's, <laughs> my job paid me to get vaccinated and gave me uh, PTO. Hell yeah. And, and, well, you know, it, it's like my my thing is it, that, that now all the pressure is on them from every different angle, man. Yeah. It, it, so it's like they, you're not allowed. But this is my point. You're not allowed Should to have the NFL opinion. be allowed to do this. Back no, to but, that but, question. No, Tony, you answer that for me. Do you think the NFL should be allowed to do it? Because you're saying, like, well, for, for the sake of pragmatism, for getting back to football and practicing and being on the same page, yeah, if I'm the coach, you all better have your asses vaccinated. But my point is this like, now they essentially have no choice. As I pointed out, and that article pointed out, now all the social media pressures are on you from the from the the, the woke mob, but now you have your employer and all the other people who are basically saying, well, if you don't do it, then you're being a bad teammate and you're being irresponsible on top of all this other shit. So whatever opinion you do or don't have about it is null and void. You better fucking get right. vaccinated or your life is about to be a whole lot harder. I'm answering this question. Yes, I think the NF the NFL should be able to do this. But whether they should do it or not, um, I don't know. What I mean by that is that if we believe that they're just a business that gets to run their organization as they will, then they should be able to do this. They should also not be able to do this. And I mean, are we, we're not legislating that they do this. The NFL has decided that right. this is the right. protocol. Right. So if we don't re- like what they're doing in this social woke mob or whatever, you know who is the person implementing this? The NFL is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're a private. So I truly believe that yes, they can do this. Like we have to just admit or accept that businesses can do certain things if they want to. And if we don't like that, then we have to say that we're going to regulate businesses. This is not a governmental regulation mm-hmm. on this. It's not. And I work at an institution that has stricter rules than the actual government that they are paid by. But you know what? They decided to do that. Like that institution is a decision they made. So do we... If we don't like this, who tells the NFL to not do it? Well, see, no one. I guess. Because and and I, I'm old, man. Like, is who is doing this? It's the NFL. But it's you the see, NFL is- that's doing that. And and if you don't like the signal vir- virtue signaling that they're, you know, the NFL's been doing this the whole time. Yeah, it's all about the shield. It's all about the optics. It's all about this. And you know what? Is if you're a guy that's trying to sign a contract. 
If you're an agent that's trying to sign a deal, I'm telling my dude to get vaccinated. If I'm an agent of a dude, I'm like this is bro. Get this shot. It didn't do anything. You know, like that's what I would be saying. Let's make some money. That's what I would be. Like, this is what the NFL laid out. How about being the guy on a team that didn't get vaccinated? Who's who's gonna be that guy? Apparently, a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of really. Are they really gonna like to the end? Do you truly believe they're gonna roll that way? They're gonna go mask on at the meetings. They're gonna social distance. Come on. Let me ask you this question, Tony. Okay, so Christian McCaffrey pretty much wouldn't answer, right? A a lot, a lot of players are choosing to kind of not say that yes, was so like no, three weeks ago and that was before if somebody was not like the answering, week the news came answer, out if somebody's not answering the question if they're choosing to not answer what do you think they did they they got the vaccine or they didn't get the vaccine if they're choosing to not answer well, the question my, my camp they probably just yet. don't want to say that they didn't get the vaccine no. because they don't want that headline attached to their name Right. So, so uh, I mean, you know, by that measure. No, no, no. All right. So, no, like, let me, like, uh, kind of. I don't think McCaffrey. I got to correct some of the timeline on this is that the news about McCaffrey and Darnold talking about the vaccine came out the day before the NFL released their protocols. And then they asked Christian McCaffrey again. And he said, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. That's all these guys are saying. That's all they're saying. Right. But it's not that positive. Yes. And, and it's, you know, but by, the, still, by the way, there's still 30 days. We can go, he can go get the shot now. Craig Carter said the news tonight said that if causing something, that it's causing something in the kids that took the Johnson and Johnson. And then 704 Bounds says, if Johnson and Johnson can't get baby powder right, how can they get this right? And dude, whether you wanna whether you wanna whatever you want to say about that, bro, so bro, many all people this, all right, uh, have that this, same this exact mindset. My mom. Bro. All right, so if you take my your kid to my mom's house, she would watch the kid, right? Like, so if we said, hey, I'm going to take my kid over here, drop him off. But if they got diapers on, when this kid comes back, they are covered. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, when she she changes the diaper, bro, she's like, if I ain't dead yet, I don't even believe. Yeah, but you're not everybody, though, man. You're not everybody. I got even bad lungs. My dad has asthma. My kid has asthma. Nah, I'm susceptible. Come on. All right. So the we're not going to get to an answer to this question by because there is no answer. I think the real question is: Should the NFL be able to mandate it? And I say yes, they should because they're an institution that should be able to make these rules. And unless we believe the government can tell them not to do that, they should be able to. If you don't like the rules, there are 32 owners that design these rules, and they always stack them in their favor. A woman can decide whether or not she can get an abortion, but a man can't decide whether or not he wants to get a vaccine. What sense does that make? 
not even a good comparison because well, yeah, the because state allows right. one law and private business well, allows like another whole, law. The whole argument is like they could just not play in the your, NFL if you don't want to like. I mean, like well, ultimately, I would say this is: what if the NFL said that you their have body, to have, their choice? That's the whole point. Their body, their that's choice. That's state law. It's not even a good comparison, man. No, I'm not. I'm not even talking about the. I'm talking about the premise itself. Is that if it's your own body, it's your own choice on on what to do with your own body, right? So how does that not extend to every other thing, whether it be vaccinations or abortion or whatever the fuck it is? I don't think the NFL should be able to impose it for that very reason. They can they can do the restrictions and say you know what if you don't get vaccinated then you're not allowed to do blah 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 and blah right. fine that's a hundred percent within their realm of ability to do so but I disagree with that I disagree with this one hundred I don't I think because, I think I think I, whereas I did get the vaccine right um, I think it is well within companies' rights to tell like you need to if you're gonna not you have to wear a mask you have to be separated from everybody else you. you you can make it harder on people's lives. That that's fine, right? That's their right. That's their right as employers. But as an employer to say you can't work here, um, and which is this isn't the case with the NFL, right? They're not saying you can't get you can't work in the NFL if you don't have the vaccine. They're making it more difficult, but they're not right. saying that bottom line you can't. Um, I I don't. You think can that choose to work in a different industry industry though. So that's where the comparison to my body, my choice, it. this or that is is it's like a straw man argument ultimately no because that is can't make play football what who everyone else is going to make you do the same thing too you said you can't say oh well you know play in a different league that's what i would say hey let me let me bring this into consideration you remember when uh like for instance catholic churches weren't allowing birth control to be in their health care plans yeah that was against the, I'm Catholic. They, they, I understand. Yeah. yeah, and they and they said they've they've ruled that that's against the the law. You can't do that. So even yeah, though it's your it belief, still is it's still a sin with the Catholic Church? Exactly. But but the but they can't tell somebody that they can't like they can't force that to be something they can't take. Like it's it may be a sin, but that can't be that's an infringement on their individual they rights. Did. Same thing here. But the, see, see the difference though is is that this is your employer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The like, Catholic, is that I mean. is that the Catholic Church is all right? In that case, the Catholic Church is your employer, and they can't tell you that you, their religion interferes with their health care. But in this case, the NFL is not making a religious grounds. Right. They're just saying this is that it would be uh, the equivalent of how about this? Can a business tell you have to wear shoes when you but walk that's, in? You're exactly. No, I mean, no, look, is that if I go a into a restaurant, man, is there a no, 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 no. That's Can the a business that's tell you you have to wear shoes to enter Putting my shoes restaurant. on your feet is not the same thing as injecting something into your body. That's mm. entirely. Well, what would different. you do? How about this? What if I'm? What if I'm? What if my restaurant had a shoes only pro, uh, policy? So you shoes walk only. up into like you have to wear shoes to walk yeah. in my restaurant, which is like most restaurants in the yeah. whole world. If you walk in there with no shoes and I tell you 
You can't come up in here. Do you think that business should not be able to do that? No, and they say, no, not, I got a foot that's condition. Not, that's not an impact. I, I have the most healthy feet in the world. Listen, somebody, <laughs> somebody wearing, somebody <laughs> wearing the shoes healthiest, for beautiful feet in the world. Somebody wearing shoes for 15 minutes that has no indication whatsoever that has long-term health impacts. There is no evidence that shoes do that. There is no evidence that the uh, vaccine doesn't because we haven't had it long enough. Right. That's, that's a completely different scenario. Like you can put oh, shoes man, on. What's more de- Right, you can this you can is, you can put shoes on for right. ten minutes and be all right, and take them off, and no problem. You get the vaccine, you've got the vaccine, no question. It's asked. not about the practicality of the matter; it's about should the business be able to allow them to say that? Absolutely. Should the business be able? Should the business be able to say you have to have shirts and shoes to enter my building? Because and if the answer is absolutely. yes, because it's their business, then the NFL ultimately should be able to make these protocols. <laughs> All right, here's here's another question then. If we want to use that same argument, let's say you go to the hospital, they tell you you can't leave the hospital unless you get uh, addicted to cocaine, right? Let's you count me uh, in this on, hospital, on, bro. What like, hospital is right? this? Right, let's what, I'm, what, I'm, what I mean by that is you're putting yourself in a position to be held, like that's such a long-term thing. The vaccine... <laughs> is something that we don't know how it's going it like it bypassed so many things we can have this argument about whether it's good or not but what we're having the argument on is whether or not right. people can say that they can't so, or can't do it right you can't tell somebody okay. that they can do something that could impact their health long term without any justification as to why all you, right like you know what i mean let's wrap this conversation up with this yeah I, I, well, and then I, we'll I, move to a yeah. different subject but we gotta segue it somehow yeah if Christian McCaffrey and Sam Darnold refuse to get the vaccine, yeah. not yeah. refuse, that seems mean. Like if they choose not to get, like not refuse, but choose. Either or. Right. And then they have to wear the mask and they can't have these parties. And then we catch them on social media or whatever. Are we going to be upset with them? Like, what do you want him to do? And dude, who's gonna give a fuck whenever you see McCaffrey? I'll, I'll be like this. We're six and ten. Look, and all the oh, people shit. will be like, I told you that we didn't have a good offensive line. And guess what? I'll be saying, I'll be like, God damn well, it, Christian McCaffrey won't in the film room enough dude, with the rest of the team. If 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 you see, if after a win you see Christian McCaffrey and Sam Darnold like at a bar or at some other place. With the rest of the guys, and you know that Done. they're not vaccinated. No one is going to give a single shit. I'm bro. gonna be pissed. No one. No one. Calm down. All I'm, right. Look. You're not gonna be mad when we lose a draft pick. They lost the Raiders. Oh, lost a, a draft, draft pick? pick. They lost a draft pick because John Gruden didn't wear his mask right. Whatever, man, dude. Right. I don't care about it. I just want everybody to stop shaming people for their own decisions. Okay. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, and, you know, okay, I, I made it as a joke, but I did put it in the, the show. It only turned out to be a 40-minute conversation. No, no, no but, this, okay, now the second part of that, though, oh, I, do, <laughs> I, I, I do find oh, there's it. Oh, a second part? Oh, God. Yeah, the, about... And I know it's not Panthers related, but look, it's the fucking dead of the offseason. I don't know what everyone expects, okay? 
But I did also yeah. want to mention that Carl Nassib has the highest selling jersey in the NFL right now. So, dude, maybe the answer for more people who are, you know, fifth and sixth round players. Go gay for the pay, man. Maybe, maybe, oh, you're, maybe, oh, maybe your jersey silk jumps up, man. That Come is on. rude. Oh, so, is on. he a rookie player? No, uh, he's been no, in no, the no. NFL like for uh, four, three or four years now. Okay. All right. So, it's not like he's a draft player, like a draft pick trying to boost his stock. No. Um, is he the first NFL players come out? No, I think there was another one that came out. This is the first one that is active on a roster. Is active. Yeah. Is my, active. What Michael did you think? Stanley. All right, so CK, you watch a lot of, like, in, in the creator business and this and that. Right. One of the things that I, like, I have a friend uh, work out of this gym, and he is, like, amazing on his creator content. Like, it's just, like, these... They just and my kids think different ways about how to express themselves through video, through all of this. Yeah. So this this news comes out in this short clip. It felt confident to me. It felt yeah. secure. What did you think about the? I don't know. I'm, I'm like kind of trying to think of it. It's like a big splash, even though it's not. It like it shouldn't be a big deal. No. Right, it I mean, should, this should not be a giant story, but in the fact that there's not been an active player that's done this, and he's really, what did you think about it? That's it. Um, now I mean, I'm asking CK from so the many, creator I, content. Dude, like, I have, I have it, so many. Did he take advantage? Not take advantage. That's not. A, did, did he? he uh, did he do what basically everybody that goes onto America's Got Talent does? What did all right? Well, what did you think? Did he take control of the narrative? Is this a pro? Like, what what did you think about the way that this news was broken? I mean, the 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 reality of it is, if he's been dealing with this for five years of being in the NFL and he's been hiding it, right? And now he's coming out about it. I think that there's something to celebrate there. And so, whether he did it publicly like he did or anything like that, I think that's that's part that is, um, you know, I, I have a. I'm not gonna you know damn him for the the fact that he's coming out but i will say that when you see a video like that you almost have to wonder about the sincerity of it right you know really? with him with, where like it'd be different wow. if he just came out and said the you know statement he of dropped you know 100 g's but 100 g's to uh lbgt the trevor project and but, then the nfl yeah. matched it but what I'm saying, and this is the part that is is where if this is all about a, a exposure for the Trevor Project, it's a different scenario, right? Then that's great. But like the problem is, is like anytime somebody just comes out and makes a video and says, "Hey, I just donated money to a charity," like it almost feels like, okay, but couldn't you just not have told anybody about it and you have been more of a saint in that regard? Like, I, like that part, I would say, like as far as whether or not you know, making it a public statement on social media about him being, you know, uh, you know, a homosexual is, is, you know, that that's not nearly as big of an argument to me, but the, the argument of whether or not he should have uh, said, you know, ma basically made it such a public thing. Like I'm gay. And I also donated a hundred thousand dollars or something. So, you know, praise me guys. You know, that's what it almost feels like. I don't think that's what his intentions were, but that's what, you know, I think the argument would be. So I, I heard he sets a real hard edge. 
I'm sorry, I can't. I'm a five-year-old kid at heart, dude. And Trill One has a great comment too. He should try to get a trade to San Fran or Atlanta. I don't like this. Is that like um I don't like yeah, like I'm I'm ready. Like, all right, well, you know what? He better go beat <laughs> I didn't mean to go that way. But what I'm saying is this, is I don't even like um Go for him. You know, I I don't know. It's like, how do you ultimately do it the right way? How do you do it the right way? I mean, honestly, what is the right way? You know what I'm saying? Is it a Time magazine? Is it a nothing? Is it that? Like, no matter what, is that if if he wasn't, if he didn't come out and make this donation, do this, and then he came out like twenty years later, would be like, oh, well, why didn't have, you 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 speak set the, up you for set this people back? Yeah, like right. I mean, like, and I, I agree mean, with there's that. no way to make it right. But here's my like, question, and not that right. Like, I'm not trying to make a jump. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> if I do anything, if I start this open the show, is that obviously one person's not going to like? You know, there's going to be a million ways it could gone a different way. Let me let me ask you a question. What is this contract situation? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't have that on the because, like, uh, if, if he's uh, been in the league the... four or five years, why do you yeah. ask? Like my thought is, you know how like how much of whatever we see on social media is just a PR company or an agent telling people to do things, right? How long has Carl Nassib been sitting on this like this renouncement? To, is it because we're coming up on the contract and now all of a sudden it's like if we get rid of him, like we're we're looking like we're just bigots, right? As somebody said in chat, it guaranteed him a, a roster spot. Right. Well, it's, I mean, you could do that at any point. And you're right. It's like it would probably be wiser to do it on the back end of your contract than on the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, like it would be like if you were trying to leverage your real decision. But this is a monumental moment. He, so I mean, he it really signed, is. Is that he signed a three year, $25 million contract with the Raiders prior to this? When? Yeah. Um, yeah. What year it, is it in 2021? Oh, boom! No, 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 no. 2020. Oh, yeah, like he's yeah. not like I mean, he's it's actually not, he is. If it's a three year contract, he's totally in his contract year. Actually, he yeah. totally. He totally is in his contract year because the last year on a on a three year contract is always the cut year. And if you were using that to leverage your money, then I would be, I mean, it would be very disappointing. Yeah. To me, though, I I don't believe that. Though, I mean, like it's a big deal in the NFL world. Look at the jokes that are flying like crazy. Like, you guys can't help it, this and that. Imagine being, he's the first dude that's done this in an active player. And as an active player, that's a big leap. How old is he? How about that? Tell me how old he is. Uh, Carl Nassib. Hold on. I mean, if he was 38, like, and he's like on a three, uh, he's you know. 20, 28 years old. How many? Here's a, here's, I think, a more relevant question. How many people in the NFL 
have you know were gay and just never came out like how many people do you think existed like are five percent i would 5%? say it'd be like five like there's actual like a real percentage you know i mean like a yeah. percentage <laughs> like yeah. i mean if like if i mean there's play poker yeah we're like, not, a, statistically speaking yeah i mean you're 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 looking at a scenario where like this is it's it's it, you gotta imagine especially in the past you know 10 years ago even like coming out with something like this is it was like almost career suicide yeah you know it was it was just a way to make sure Look, you were I mean, like there's not it's not unquestionable it's not now yeah that's the it's, whole point like this not, is a big is ground far, like it's a it very important far thing. more accepted now than it would have been even 10 years ago um and so i think that's why it's 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 great to see it now you know um regardless of what your beliefs are or anything like that seeing something like this what it tells you is like listen we're in a world that is more accepting regardless of your circumstances uh and uh, and that's something that you should be happy about there's still how about this is that this podcast argued for 40 minutes about no, whether or not you should be able to play in the NFL, if you had the God forsaken vaccination, how about this? Is that my opinion is this: if you think you should have a choice to get the fucking coronavirus vaccination, then you shouldn't have a choice about your sexuality. Yeah. And you know, like I mean, like here, and that is my point for the night. That is my point for the fucking night is this, is that if you truly believe that you are in control of your body and whether or not you can play in the NFL and this or that, then you can't exclude like sexual preference. Man, like it's like it's silly. Like if we're really, truly worried about if you get a shot, then you should be able to live your life the other way. So that's my opinion. Right. All right. Um, is there any other news? Because I probably do. There might be one cat call. There is, yes, we actually do. Believe it or not, have a little bit of Panthers related news. Oh, no, it's not even true. How can there be true. news right now? It is true. The Indianapolis Colts are going to be training camp uh, participants with the Carolina Panthers. So the Panthers and the Colts are going to be scrimmaging against one another. Uh, this, uh, yeah, this, this may camp. That'll be interesting because we're in similar situations to a degree. I think they had a, they have a much more established team, but they're dealing with a quarterback that was essentially, you know, thrown to the curb and, uh, and, you know, Carson Wentz. And we're dealing with Sam Darnold. So we have two first-year quarterbacks in the new system. Um, and uh, I think that'll be an interesting uh, interesting dynamic. I don't hate that. Yeah, I mean, similar teams, in my opinion. I mean, the Colts have a better wow. offensive How are we line. similar teams? Both of our quarterbacks were fucking terrible last year. Okay. All right, one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both one of uh, uh, Their defense was really good last year. They made it to the playoffs. Well, I would say they probably don't have a lot of safety and corner help 
uh, on their football team. I think they're probably vulnerable to a uh, aggressive passing attack, which I'm interested to see what Sam and our receivers are able to do against uh, the Colts. Um, I'm also uh, interested in um, hearing about J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson right. on on the likes of T.Y. Right. Hilton and against uh, against their offense and and you know why won't it, this stop? It's good to just have uh, you know have different bodies to go up against so that way your players aren't having to always practice against their own teammates. You know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm trying to find where this. All right. Oh. All right, I got. It. I'm starting to get the audio back to snuff. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. All right, so um, we're gonna play the Colts in preseason action. <clears throat> the last time I'm trying to think of some last teams that we used to play in pre. I tell the the team that I remember playing in preseason training camp or whatever and these practices was the dolphins one year i think it was the dolphins and that was when kelvin benjamin tore his acl right off the bat it then set this trajectory of devin funches us thinking he was going to be good turns out he likes salad Mm. uh and then kelvin benjamin was worse than devin funches That's the funny part about this is that we want, like, if you want to hate Devin Funches, that's one thing, which I'm on that train. But guess what's worse? The return of Kelvin Benjamin was even worse. And isn't he playing? I think the New York Giants. Yeah, he's, well, I don't, I don't know if he's going to make the team, but yeah, old Dave Gettleman signed his former first round receiver as a tight end. So. Glad to see the bro. glad to see the weight loss program has <laughs> has paid off for Kelvin in the meantime, and he's accepted his fate as a tight end. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just uh, you know. And by the way, they make some good points in the chat. Where where is Devin Funches? Like, remember Devin Funches went to the Colts. Like, uh, is Green he Bay. just? I- he opted out for COVID. He went to Green, Green uh, Bay Colts initially for a one-year yep. deal. And then he got hurt. Yeah. With Green Bay, yeah, exactly. And then when the COVID stuff popped, he's missing. So, like, if you guys – actually, you guys need to find out where Devin Funches is, but he's not on a team right now. Hey, man, shout-out to uh, CK's buddy, I believe. Uh, uh, one of my Australian fellows. Hey man, shout out f- for the the ten. What is that? Ten dollars. Yeah, that's ten dollars. I guess. Love bomb. In Australian dollars. Ooh, nice, those, nice. Those are fancy. Down under dollars. I like that. Thank you, man. Thank you very much for your support. You're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast, brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. The number is 252-228-5098. Please smash the thumbs up button. Share the show with a friend. That's the best thing you can do uh, to help us grow is to let another Panthers fan know about this podcast, which is the longest-running podcast amongst Panthers podcasts. We're in our ninth or tenth season now. 
every Tuesday. I think it's our ninth season. For the last two nine years, every Tuesday at 9 p.m., we get together and chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions. And uh, tonight's show is powered by Volta, where you can own your own energy at a fixed rate for life. No money down. You can contact Kevin Brown Energy, uh, well, Solar Consultant, uh, and you can achieve energy independence. The number is 704-215-3373. That's 704-215-3373. If you're a homeowner in North or South Carolina, give Kevin Brown a call and say you heard about Avolta on the C3 Panthers podcast. He'll take care of you because he's a Panthers fan, just like we are. And now we're going to jump into these cat calls to see what you guys got to say. Here we go. Actually, where do we go? Where do we go now? I can't hear it. Why is it not playing? Oh, I'm I don't hear anything. Me either. Only the Dioy. Me either. It feels good like that. Do you hear that? Damn. That's your tune. I'm trying. <laughs> God damn it. Yo, guys, it's Nick from up here in Mass. Hey, uh, so earlier this week, I was watching a Dante, Dante Jackson interview. And um, he had he had a, a very producer. high comment on defense saying that it's looking like everything's going to fit together nicely, that we're going to be really playing some good defense you know, that sort of deal. But typically, whenever I listen to these interviews from players, I listen to the whole thing and I take everything that they say with a grain of salt. You know, when we looked at Dante last year, we thought that he didn't necessarily have a great year. He was struggling with turf toe and up. And I think that might have. No, that was the only injury that he was dealing with. Um, but he said that he had played relatively well last year, which... I mean, we uh, we didn't really have many good things to say about him last year just because right. he wasn't necessarily available, which makes it very difficult to give him an accurate judgment other than, you know, he didn't really play as well as he should have. So I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. And, um, Tony, what I'll do is I'll send you the clip of the interview so that way you, you guys can kind of watch it beforehand, that sort of deal. But... Mm. I'm kind of taking what he's he saying me, but I didn't have with a grain of salt. Music. It just doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like he criticizes his own actions enough. He's not accountable enough on his end, so it's, it makes it hard for me to trust what he has to say. Yeah. The other the other thing that I was thinking about too, you know, the defense last year, especially in the second half of the season, they really stepped up. You know, there was definitely some mistakes that were made, but given the fact the team was very young, especially on defense last year, 
you know, we had basically, we had about half, if not a majority of the rookies playing in the starting roles. You're asking a lot. Now, I'm assuming in practice what they do is they line the defense up against the offense. They see how everything goes. If your defense is weak, then shouldn't your offense be balling out during practice and vice versa? You know, so I'm wondering how the the addition of J.C. Horn and Hassan Reddick and all those guys, how this that's going to affect how the team evaluates uh, players on the offense. This it, is the kitchen. So would love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Love the show, guys. Keep coming. I'm trying to Oh, here it is. That's why you heard the ad. Right away, here's the Panthers put ads on everything. All right, here's a clip. Stream Lord on this one. Share it. Where are we? Window am I in? All right. So let's see if I can do this. Yeah. Tell me if you guys can hear this. Man, uh, man, I can't even get the cat calls playing. How am I going to do this? Dante, I think we got you on mute, so let's get you off of that real quick. Can you hear yeah, that? Hear yeah. Is that the whole interview, or did you timestamp the part where he talks about what you want? No, this just sounds like the whole interview real quick. Yeah, we can't listen to the whole interview. I'll say oh, this. Um, oh, minutes. Holy cow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Normally, uh, you got a timestamp. We got your audio. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. We can. From that standpoint, we've been we've been definitely um trending in the right direction, man. Um, now, nah, look. Instead of just finding it, let's just speak about it. Uh, Dante, like, it, there's a commonality with Dante and the coaches, kind of saying that they, there's like a, a maturity about Dante that he's taking the next step. You know, I, we, we've talked about it before when they were on All or Nothing. And um, uh, uh, I, I'm so bad with names. The What was the guy that came back to us from the Vikings? The guy that was talking, not talking down to Dante, Munderlin, Captain Munderlin. He was talking to Dante and trying to tell him to be more disciplined and, and you know, mind your P's and Q's and all these different things on the football field. And, you know, we've all kind of questioned the maturity of Dante. And I think this is a huge year for him. And I think oh, our, coaching staff, our coaching staff knows that. Um, I think our, our fans know that. And I think Dante knows that. So I think that's why. I haven't questioned his maturity, though. I haven't. And I don't think we should. We really have just made a bunch of decisions about his personality and about his commitment to football based on kind of his swagger on the field to a certain degree. I mean, I think we've made yeah. a, I think a lot of us have made decisions on him based on the fact that he's not on the field. Well, that's last year was difficult because he played, you know, like maybe eight games or something to that effect. Yeah. He was in Ron Rivera's doghouse. We saw that all or nothing clip and we, just continue to believe that he's like uh poor, like he's not coachable, not right. not coachable, but poorly. Co- Look, this this staff has been very interesting 
threatening him. Right? Is yep. and maybe that's the death the death dagger for anybody when Matt Rule talks. Well, there's somebody, Tin Tizzy's about to come up in here and be like, Matt Rule said good thing about you, you're getting cut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we're in his fifth year option, I think, right now. This yeah. staff actually and and yes, they drafted JC Horn. But they've said nothing but good things about him. And I don't know if it's a immaturity or like I'm not ready to say those things about it. I'm almost ready. To, I have questions about Ron Rivera's staff and their ability to coach, coach young players. That's actually my question here is because if he comes out and balls out this year, he is a ball hawk. He's got great athleticism. Has he been really bad at anything? The last last year he got better, but his problem was availability. Availability. He's had problems with that toe. We've all kind of made uh, made fun a little bit. Right, about right. That. Well, I mean, that was the reason he wasn't. He that's the reason he was unavailable. Joey the Black Panther said they changed the field. Uh, to artificial turf, I think the writing is on the wall for Dante oh, Jackson. Man. I'm, uh, you know what? I'm becoming, and when everybody roots against something, I'm on that train. I'm but no Dante one's rooting. No one's rooting. No one's rooting against Dante Jackson. No one's believing them in well, him either. There's also reasonable criticisms too. Just like, for, okay, everybody wants to have revisionist history on James Bradbury, right? James Bradbury goes to the Giants, and everyone's like, "Oh, man, we shouldn't have let him go." And I agree we probably shouldn't have let him go. But, you know, there was so many people. I mean, we all remember Brother Herbert going crazy about James Bradbury. Well, yeah. but, he, James but he wasn't, he wasn't the Where's only he been one. At? He ain't called there, in but, forever. No, my he point being James. is there were legitimate criticisms of James Bradbury, specifically in some big moments. Likewise, Dante Jackson has had some big moments where he has very clearly faltered for everyone to see. We haven't seen him be able to match up with the bigger receivers in our division and truly be able to hold our own. Or to right, be able to hold I like his this. Own. Let's talk about the football play on the field. I'm finally, I like that. All right. Right away. He's 5'10". Yeah. So people are like, is he, is he a true outside corner? And like he is claiming and to be as he was drafted to be, mind you. So if if we're having any criticisms about where he belongs, then like it's make or break it for him to figure it out. Um, someone in our chat room, uh, JDO fifty four says Dante is yeah, free safety. Uh, a lot of people there. imagine uh, being four three like that. Right. Uh, he, he's you know, sick there. That's his position. I like him. And Dante needs to There's a bunch of legitimate criticisms of Dante Jackson. But no, listen, but let's I remember. Not only use the all or nothing. And the, like, that's my point is that that's fine. Let's talk about his height. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, let's not talk about like, oh, he can't be like, we saw he's immature because we saw him on all or nothing. That's my point. Sure. I mean, I don't think everybody's saying it's just because of that. 
It's more but football. That's what everybody history. comes back to, though. They always come back to like this, like complete. And I think we should start with he's five nine. Well, but again, is that's that not what I would start with? I want to find the six two guy that can do what Dante can athletically. And they're out there now. True, it's but true. You, have, you, have, you have to back it up with your play, though. No one cares if you're short. But you you think have to be he's able to gonna, like, He can't cover a DK. He can't. I mean, like, he just can't. Yeah. Like, would Dante would not be a top 10 corner? No. I mean, not that. a top what was 10 he a, corner. Was he a second-round pick? What, yeah, what round? Second-round pick. He was a uh, second-round pick after uh, – Christian McCaffrey, I think. Uh, that was you a think he should play outside. Oh yeah, so that was, uh, was after, after DJ, DJ Moore. Moore. Yeah, did after DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Would you ask me? No, no. Let, let's just keep going. Two five yeah, two yeah, two eight. Panther Nation, how y'all doing, man? It's G Cavassier. What hey, up, hey. G? Hey. A couple, couple more weeks, man, and it'll be preseason. Yay. But, man, there's a lot I want to talk Is it about. really only a couple weeks? In there, man. Yeah, Is man. it me or are you, or am I the only one or not the only one that's thinking that our left tackle is going to be kind of suspect this year? I don't yeah, know. man. You know, I mean. You're definitely not I the like only one. Have good left tackle. The dude that we so-called got or whatever, uh, I don't know, but we'll see. You know, we, we will see. And another thing, I know that, you know, last week I was talking about that one player, HaHa Clinton Dix, you know, tried out for the Panthers. You know a name that, that never gets connected to the Panthers, but I keep hearing that he might sign with the Steelers. What about Malik Hook Hooker, man? Malik mm-hmm. Hooker is a damn good safety, man. P- pretty, pretty, pretty decent safety who can tackle, by the way. You know, I mean. Is that a I job requirement of a safety? In the backfield, I really, really do, man. So, give me your thoughts on Malik Hooker, and are you guys kind of, uh, kind of iffy, iffy on this left tackle? And I always remember, y'all keep that. keep pounding. Great call, man. This is the type of call that touches on. Call. How about this? Is this? A- if if you're a Panthers fan and you're not concerned about left tackle, then I don't trust you. Yeah, we still have right. no idea. Like, I right. actually feel very comfortable at left tackle this year because I am right in my home, my, right in our wheelhouse, which is we got a buster. We've never known a stable left tackle position outside of Not since Gross. Jordan Gross. Yeah, Not since so. Jordan Gross. And I'm telling who is it going to be this year? I promise it's Cam Irvin. That's who it's going to be. And that might be good. It might be okay. But it could likely be terrible. I'll tell you what, man. A lot of people have a lot of different opinions on, you know, Brady Christensen, Cam Irving, all these different guys. I'll be disappointed. And I know Matt Rule has recently come out and said he expects Christensen to be a guard or a right tackle. Yeah, and I put on I put on Twitter. Like to hear that, well, I put on Twitter kind of halfway joking something like the face you make when you realize we drafted Brady Christian to be a replacement for Taylor Moten when we don't sign him again after the franchise tag. So it's like that might be true, but I hope no matter what that we at least give Christensen a chance 
to try for the left tackle position. Yeah. At least put him there. As a rookie? Like, what, what does that mean? What so is what? Rookies are Truly, what does that mean to try? Like, do you let him just uh, have a couple of reps and can't? Like, how do you do that? I want I want our coaches to see him struggle and be able to pick up playing effectively the left tackle position before we say, okay, he can't play left tackle for us. That's what I, I want him to be given the opportunity to try and win the job. Why do you, how do you know that? How do you know that? Well, Taylor Bowden was because a third round pick, if you and think he became he a starter that for us. Type of grace. If you think he needs that type of grace, he can't do it from day one, man. Even the best of the best struggle early. You can't give that to him. So I think Trent Scott, like these people are saying this, look, I am used to this. I feel right at home. This is what Ron Rivera would do. This is exactly what, I mean, until I see this team make a strong commitment, and and I guess the the one time we did see a close to that commitment was a little too late, where Dave Gilman paid Josh Mac Khalil. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking Josh Norman for on his reel and that. But Matt Khalil was the worst of all those bitches, man. He no, was worse. He was worse than I would rather have. Uh, who was that cat? Bell. What was what, what, what we have? Uh, Let's not even say that I'm, anymore. I'd rather I'm have Byron Nina, Bell than Matt Khalil any but day. Listen, need I remind you of a day and age where a mini Silatolu was supposed to be over Andrew Norwell. But, but this is my point. I don't want us to do, oh, well, Cam Irving, we paid him a bunch of money, so therefore he has we to be a bunch of money. We paid him like $2 million. I promise you, bro. No, we didn't. We paid him like guy, that. We, we paid him more that, than he's that. Gonna start. How about this? Do you think who's going to be the starting left tackle, Trent Scott or Cam Irving? I put my money on Cam Irving. Right away. Mm. That's what I'm putting my money on. No, that, that, uh, uh, how can I put money on anyone? How could you no put money, money on All right, anyone? Trent Scott or Cameron? No money then. Trent Scott or Cameron? My saying is this. None of us know that Brady Christensen can't play left tackle. Not the question. Not the it question It doesn't matter. All. That's all I don't know who's going to play left tackle. All right, then you're going to say Trent, is, Brady Christensen. I'm saying Brady Christensen. Should at least be in the running. So, uh, Lynn and uh, Shad, so Shad, so Bob mentioned, let's see him in some preseason games at left tackle. Let's see him. I want to see Christensen sure. in sure. the rotation. I'd love to see anybody in preseason. I'd love to see, uh, we'll, we'll put PJ Walker in, in preseason and see how he does. So how much better? He will Tony, not be starting in week one. How, how much better? Do you feel about our left tackle position week one against the Jets if it's Cam Irving opposed to Brady Christensen? I'm indifferent. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, that's the greatest, what, that's greatest. I'm with Cody. I'm with CK. I'm indifferent. I don't care. But here, but I had a Cowboys friend. I said, what do you think about this Cam Irving can't, right? Because everybody hates him. Oh, you mean He's the comedian? What's that? You mean the comedian? No. I'm just messing with you. Our guest on the show. 
He said this. He said, uh, oh, I remember that dude now. <laughs> the dude that was telling uh, jokes. Oh, now. Yeah. oh, you brought all right, all right. Okay, and the chat room Man, room, none of you guys, room. you guys hated him. I never met anybody where they're in the aftermath. The chat hated because, that person um, so much. The chat room turned on him fast. You guys did not like it. all right. So I asked my buddy Vic, he's not that dude. I said, what do we know like as Cam Irvin? What we get? He said he's not really bad, but he looks bad doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, like it's like he actually makes the block, but he looks bad doing. Like he looks like he's all over. Then doesn't that mean he's just straight up bad? No, That's he actually does things. It just doesn't look good. He's not graceful. Like he made the block, he just turned out. You're like, oh god, that was ugly. But I, it I, I'm just. Dude, he was I'm, just trying to say he is not terrible, but he's not graceful. Is what I've, I've seen enough evidence to think that left tackle might just always be Who's the starting band now? of Who do you think is going to start? All right, so Carolina look at that. Like Who's starting? Never. I mean, th- that's the thing. No one knows. Uh, Sideshow Bob says we have you, a five-man race is on camera. at left tackle. All right, you make a bet on Irving. I don't even know. I, I don't know who to bet on. There's no. There's no. What good do you mean bet. you don't know who to bet on? Well, it's not. All right, so it's him versus the field. Who's a good bet, Tony? Who on our team is like? Oh, damn! It has Who's to starting? be this person. Him or someone else? How about you can take someone else? Him or someone else? You think it's me? Him. Or someone else. I don't know who that person is. Is Cam Irvin the starting left tackle on in week one? No, yes, I'll say no. no. I'll say no. I'll say he's not. All right. All right. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, bet I, like Kevin. I bet I bet on the field. Uh, I'm about right. the field. Two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. We're going to bed any minute, so it don't matter if you call in. Like you better call in right now. <laughs> Everybody's going to bed. I'm struggling. Hey, this is Kevin from Charleston. Uh, I want to talk about what our game plan as Panthers offense is going to be this year. Because everyone's talking about the weapons and you know Sam Darnold, but I really feel that we're going to have a bigger running game than last year, and we're going to use the run so much more. Like I think we're going to be predominantly running teams. Like, I, I think yeah. Sam Darnold is going to average, like, maybe 20 passes per game. Like, it's not going to be that much, you know. And, you know, I won't get your thoughts on that. But also, like, if he sucks or gets hurt or something like that, and we suck the whole year, where are the odds? I can't even deal with the back end of that call. Can't, because where are we going to be at? If we suck, then we're going to be picking – some great quarterback hopefully next year. When it comes to that running thing, uh, did you no, hear that? Not. We might be picking 15th. Oh, shut the fuck up. If we are stuck, almost every year. We had a sucky quarterback last year and we were 8th. So look, if we pick high, if we pick later than 8th, then he won't that sucky. Next. Did you hear that TJ Yeldon was trying out with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. So let's get to this running back conversation. 
right? The thinnest running back core in the history of the world actually is on the Atlanta Falcons right now, where Mike Davis is the only name that anyone knows. Free agent pickup, we lost him. Tell me if you think that the Atlanta Falcons have a running back behind Mike Davis, but we drafted Chuba Hubbard this year, right? And we're thinking of the question is, are we going to have a bigger, larger running attack? TJ Yeldon exercising. We're working out with the team. Veteran pass catcher, not the worst thing that could happen. What are your thoughts on TJ Yeldon? So we didn't sign him, right? He's just tried out. No, no, we have no, no. Like it's like it's just out there. He's just. So I mean, listen. Good. I think Kevin is one hundred percent correct that we are, uh, without question, going to be a run-first football team. And really, like if you think about what the Panthers have traditionally always been in our better years, we've been an aggressive defense. Why is it without? And we can run the fucking football. And wait, what? Why is what? Why do you think we're gonna be a run first team without question? Like how without question? So I told you the line is questionable. We have Christian McCaffrey, and that's it. No, because this is not why Why is it literally no, but you literally just said why. If your offensive line isn't gonna be able to pass protect for more than a little bit, you're gonna need players like Christian McCaffrey. To one, not only be able to pound it through the A and B gap, but to use all of the misdirection that he represents and, and using him in different formations to kind of get him out in space. Then when you add Truba Hubbard to this equation, like he really is the, the kind of the, the yin to the yang uh, of Christian McCaffrey. He's a punch you in the mouth type of running back. He wants to get downhill and hit you in the mouth and be able to run through you. Now, he isn't going to run away from you like Christian McCaffrey does, but it doesn't matter. We want to be physical up front. And one of the things that uh, I heard Matt Rule say in that uh, Panther confidential thing before the draft, when he was talking about Sam Darnold, he's like, we just want Sam Darnold to take it one play at a time. You know, let, let the play come to you, but, you know, but do what the play calls for. And don't try and do too much. Live to see the next down. In my opinion, in order for the Panthers to do that, we have to establish a versatile offensive attack. And part of that is being able to dominate the line of scrimmage running the football. I think now that we have uh, guys like Christian McCaffrey and Trooper Hubbard, but my uh, dark horses are Sam, Sam Irvin starting no, 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 left no, 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 tackle. No, 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 uh, before preseason is over, and I think David can we start Moore, at left tackle. Can he? It, it doesn't matter. You don't need a left tackle. It does. To, to we don't have. We never have a goddamn run through the gaps, dude. The the point of the matter is we are gonna run the football. We have the 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 pieces on the interior to be able to do it, and I think that's gonna take pressure off of us and our left tackle. 
when we do want to pass the football, we're going to be able to have a strong running game that makes it where we're not going to always have to depend on dropping back for 10, 15-yard plays. So what you're saying is body blow, body blow, body blow, hit him with the haymaker over the top. Body blow, body blow, hit him with the haymaker. Could Donald be the greatest play action passer in the history of the world? We might find out. But, hey, you know what? Put him in a good space with some guys that can run in spades. That's kind of the recipe that you would hope would work, right? Look, who can run in space better than Robbie Anderson? Not in space, downfield, should I say. Who can run faster than DJ? I mean, like these are guys that are downfield threats. So body blow, body blow over the top. Body blow, body blow over the top. If that happens, we're all going to be cheering all next season, and we ain't going to be drafting that quarterback deep like my man was talking about. The number is 252-228-5098. Smash the thumbs up button. Tell Cody Lashney that we need to have the left tackle better than Cam Irvin and Brady Christensen. Trent Scott, come on. Come on. Hey, this is Kevin again from Charleston. I got another question. So me and my buddy, he's a Colts fan. Um, Back, you know, after the Super Bowl in 2015, we made a bet of who would have the better record, Carolina or the Colts. And whoever had the worst record had to buy the other guy a jersey. Mm. Fuck, I thought I made a great bet, but I lost. Had to buy him a Reggie Wayne fucking jersey. But uh this year coming, we both did the same bet again. We're doing it again. Who has a better record, Carolina or the Colts? And, you know, depending on who has a better record, we'll get oh. a free jersey. Yeah. So I want to know from y'all, did I make the right what decision with this bet or not? Um, that's my question, and I also like to say, uh, Cody can suck it. Oh, <laughs> um, my question about this yeah. bet is, does he get to pick who you get to buy, buy the jersey of? So I kind of think that if I made a bet with someone and I said, I'll buy you a jersey if your team's better, blah, 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 I almost should get to pick the player who played with your team. Like, what if you bought, like, if, like, we won and you bought me? He says a, yes. Get to, he's in the chat room. They get to pick the the, the player, too. Or he said I, yes. I, I would have picked him a Philip Rivers jersey. Imagine this, is that you got to be the asshole, the only cat yeah. that wore a Colts jersey, and it was... No, buy him a uh, find a Devin Funches Colts jersey. <laughs> yes! Yeah, yeah, exactly done. Yeah. Oh, got it. Got it. All right. So, um, yeah, but, I guess uh, the question how about, is, do you this think is, the uh, who's not, is, is, is Carson Wentz an upgrade from Phillip Rivers? I think so. I think so, too. Is I hate, I've always, I've not been a Phillip Rivers fan. I've got a lot of reasons. Number one, he played for NC State, which is right up the road from ECU. But ultimately, they got a good defense. They got a lot of weapons. Is Carson Wentz a better reclamation project and a better spot than Sam Darnold? And for me, I'm leaning this, Cody. 
is that uh, Sam Darnold has a lot of promise, has a lot of pedigree, but hasn't had a lot of success. Carson Wentz has had some success in the NFL. Yeah, you have at least seen evidence of Carson Wentz being the quarterback that you hope he could be. So, uh, I mean, he was damn near an MVP uh, in his second or third year whenever the uh, Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Um, my thing is this, the Colts have a damn good offensive line and I'm talking a damn good. They offensive got a really line. good defense on me. So so, yeah. They, they added a bunch of players. Uh, and another thing is, uh, uh, Frank Reich is the uh, head coach of the Colts now. Yeah. And he was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when Carson Wentz had that MVP style season. So, by the way, that's why I love that they're going to be the team that we're going to be scrimmaging against in in practice because I think that's a good team that's also trying to pick up the pieces of what could be. And, you know, they're trying to get right, too. They also believe that they have the kind of squad in place. I think that's going to be a good test of our mettle, seeing what kind of team we are. My only worry, though, for Kevin is that – we know Carson Wentz has a rocket arm. We know T.Y. Hilton's down there. Now, if that uh, offensive line can make it where Carson Wentz doesn't have to always scramble and, and do some crazy shit to save the play, then, yeah, maybe you do see a return to form from Carson Wentz. Um, but They I made know, the playoffs man. last year with Phillip Rivers. Can I, say, can I just say one more thing? Carson Wentz has the offensive line that Sam Darnold doesn't, but I believe Sam Darnold has a better supporting cast around him as far as weapons, yeah. receivers and running backs. I think Sam has the better of the two, but I think Carson has ready? the better. CK, CK, are you ready to give up on any of these guys? Give up on any of the guys? Yeah. Seek um, uh, Wentz or Darnold. Like, have you given up on any of them? I was gonna. I, I would say I'd be more ready to give up on Wentz than I would Darnold. Really? Um, I mean, you just got to look at the history. I mean, he's got homer. such a history. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even just that. It's a. It's it's Carson Wentz has a bad history right now, right? I mean, and and if if we want to get real, he's he's been injured every year since he went to the since the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. He and yeah. and he lost an entire team. Uh, and I mean, listen, I'm not going to blame everything on Carson Wentz, but I mean, you don't lose an entire team being a good leader, right? True, true. Hey, how about this? These are also two guys that come from uh, the two worst NFL media markets that a quarterback can go to. Right. New York and Philadelphia, like just savage place to be a quarterback. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you'll get you'll get booed out of the stadium by your own fans in Philly, and I know that they did that to Carson too. So yeah. I, I kind of feel the 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 Indianapolis vibe is probably way more for Carson, and likewise, uh, I think the Carolina vibe fits Sam Darnold way better too. Yeah. Oh, and how's this for another parallel? They both wore green. Now they both wear some form of blue. So hey man, whatever. I'm just picking up the pieces and showing them to you. Um, what do you think about this? Is that all? Oh, that uh, hold on. I don't know. 
computer is freezing. It's my computer that's freezing now. Yeah, your audio has been kind of like crackly a little bit. It's not on on this whole time, and now you're just saying something. It's that everybody. I might. I thought it was just me because I went to the YouTube broadcast and it wasn't doing it. All right. Well, like my whole thing is frozen right now. I have this great image. You need to, if you guys are, just Google Toka and Raza Razor from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Two. That is what um, Carson Wentz looks like. He looks like Toka. <laughs> I wish. I mean, I have it pulled up right now. I don't know why I cannot stop. I want to stop here. Maybe it'll do it. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I just talked. So, all right. Um, hit us up with the last segment. We only got one segment left since my whole computer is frozen. What's the last segment, Cody? Uh, we're gonna ice some fools up, and that's when we tell these mugs to ice up to get it together. It's our homage to Steve Smith. Everyone is fair game. From little 12-year-olds in uh, Oklahoma to my wife downstairs to myself sitting in this chair. Does anybody got anything? Yeah, I Yeah, you were cutting out a little bit. Uh, CK, do you want to go first? If not, I can... uh... You go on, man. Gee, what a shocker. (laughs) I have a funny one, though. That I do think everybody's going to like. Um, lab analysis is de- uh, has determined that Subway tuna sandwiches, in fact, contain no DNA traces of tuna at oh, all whatsoever. No. They uh, lost the, their suit. They, the the study commissioned by the New York Times failed to not only identify tuna DNA. But the lab couldn't even determine the origins of the fish provided in the sandwiches. No amplifiable tuna DNA was present in the sample, so we obtained no amplification products from the DNA. Therefore, we cannot identify the species. So if you have ever eaten a tuna sandwich from Subway, bro, you have no idea what in the fuck you're eating, man. None at all. That is the craziest shit in the world to me. Dude, that ha- has to be a crazy lawsuit, right? To say that you're selling tuna and you're not at all? Like, dude, that's the dumbest shit in the dude, world. Dude, that is insane. That is bananas, dude. So, um, look, apparently Subway, like, they have this guy as the CEO mm. who like runs the, the company that- like he's like the overlord or something. Uh but yeah this is just this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read it's in my hard. life. I can't even believe that this is a real uh story. But um to Subway and by the way just a little aside when I was in college the bottom floor had a subway connected to it. So every floor, because it would go on the elevators, up up the steps, every floor always smelled like subway. So, dude, I got so tired 
of smelling Subway when I was in college. I literally almost vomited in the elevator one day. It was that bad. Uh, but yeah, to Subway and your fucking fake ass tuna sandwiches. I sup, son. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you. Uh, but did you freeze or something? You look kind of like, like frozen. Uh, all right, so yeah. this is what I think um, Carson Wentz looks like, the dude on the left. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is him, bro. That is him. If we side-by-side side him. All right, my ice-up pick goes to this is because I was frozen. And I was trying to I already ice it up. I couldn't hear you guys. I was talking. No one can hear me. My ice-up pick goes to this is that um, manual labor sucks, right, folks. And uh, the people that are doing it, God bless them. And we all do it. I put up 23 fence posts today. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. 23 fence posts set them. I've done 40 posts in the last in two days. I got a lot of fence. I build I build shit. But God, it's exhausting. And after working seven hours, I was like, man, we're going. I gotta get a little in me. And then it caught up with me in this podcast, obviously. Uh so um Here's to uh, ice up to uh, not have enough money to pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> uh, how's the uh, how's the pool going along, by the way? The pool is full, man. Like we've been swimming in it for the last three days. Now oh, the nice. question is learning how to use it. Like, and now I got to learn all this. I'm like testing, you know, like I got to figure it all out. I've Fuck shit up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, <laughs> just, I went out. It was like yellow. I don't. Uh, yeah, we're still trying to figure. Yeah, it out. I mean, you're like trying to figure out what you're doing, right? What you're doing, you don't. You get your like. Basically, uh, my dad said this. All right, so I had uh, my father's, my father-in-law, my father, myself, my brother. We had a family gathering for Father's Day where we cooked ribs and we just had a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. where we. All of us can celebrate at once instead of me having to go to my dad, then my, my wife right, having to go right. to her dad. It's just so much. And my dad said, he looked at this point, he said, You know how to get yourself in some shit, don't you? Oh, we're like, Yes. Like, it's like, we don't really know what we're doing. We just dive in head first. And that was a pun intended. You just figure it out as you go. Right. So that's been the stress. The stress, like I said, my kids have played in it, but now I'm like, God, I gotta order all this shit off the internet. Are we gonna get the fucking ringworm? Yeah, we're gonna get the brain eating amoeba. Like, we better put some shot. You know, I mean, it's just I gotta. It's one more thing I gotta learn. That's it. Unbelievable. It's one more, and there's the there It's cool. It's but you know, like it's a good problem to have. But it's like this: is like anybody says, like I, I want to own a house, I want to do this. You know what? Like you got to pressure wash that shit. You got to be out there. You got to like, you got to cut the grass, or you got to pay someone else to do it. Like I said, like you can either put your own fence up, where you save a bunch of money. Like I did, my wife and I, we're out there slaving, and it looks good, bro. Our lines are straight as fuck. Like, I mean, it's tried and true. I feel good about this. 
But man, these blisters, you know, like you can't even walk the next day, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like you just like that's what it is. Everything you get in life, you get a beautiful car, you get a beautiful boat, you know, whatever. You gotta take care of it. And that taking care of it is a ton of fucking work. And so it's a good blessing to have. It's like having kids, right? Aren't having kids, you gotta take care of them. It's a good blessing to right. have. All right, so ice somebody up. Tell somebody about a bad blessing they got, Seiko. I mean, honestly, bad. did you already do it and I missed it? No, 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 no. I, like, mine's... I don't know, man. Like, it's it's my streamer world. Give us some streamer insight. What you got? Well, I, I've been away for like a week and a half, so I don't really have a lot of streamer insight, but um, right now at least. But I will say, like, for the vacation aspect of things, like, can you guys please stop putting like toys on the front shelves? Like, it irritates the shit out of me to have to tell my son no all the fucking time. Like, no, we can't get that. And then now I have to deal with this fucking like hysterical child. That's just like I want the dinosaur. I'm like fuck, dude. We yeah. we've literally spent so much money this past week that we didn't need to spend because of that bullshit. Oh man. Anyway, marketers who are doing a very good job at what they're trying to do, which is make me spend money that I don't want to fucking spend. I saw. I saw my uh, very deliberate. Dad. My grandfather's been passed away for years, like a long time, like 15 years, 20 years. He used to say, for every dollar you make, there are four people trying to figure out how to take it from you. Yeah. It's a very good thing. And uh, Cody, since my computer is like blasting out, can you just take us out of here? Can do until next Tuesday night, Panther brethren. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Well, that was simple and plain. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.